0: Hey guys, Peggy here. I just wanted to say a quick word about the following podcast. So Allison and I took ourselves on a business retreat to the happiest place on earth, Disneyland, and we had so much fun. While we were there, we decided to record the following podcast. Well, as you're going to hear, we couldn't find a place that didn't have existing background music. And although we tried our best to fix that in editing, there's going to be several places where you're going to hear music that we obviously do not control the rights to. So we just wanted to cover our bases and let you know in advance. We hope you enjoy this episode. We had so much fun recording it for you. The thing is is that and the reason why we're bringing this up is because we've seen a lot of people that we work with our business that businesses that we work with that struggle and that's right. kind of part of the process a little bit like even the greats like Walt Disney had to have their black Sundays in order to learn, grow, pivot, change and then find success later down the right. road marketing doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, it can be quite simple. Hey, we're Allison and Peggy, two marketers who have a combined 30 plus years of diverse and in-depth marketing experience who love
1: to help businesses find success with their marketing strategies. We teamed up to work hands-on with our clients every single day to teach you what works and what doesn't for marketing so you don't waste your time or money, all based on our real life experience. No matter where you're listening
0: from, get ready to get loads of value to help put your business on the path to
1: success with marketing tips that are tried, true, and really work. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, this is Allison. And Peggy. And we are the Map Coaches. And... We We are live from (laughs) Disneyland. So this is probably a little bit of a different podcast episode because you might hear some background noise. We are sitting about to eat some lunch, but we wanted to chat with you guys live from downtown Disney on the Disneyland Resort. So why are we in Disneyland, Peggy? Oh my gosh, okay. Well, and first of all, excuse the audio quality too.
0: We did not bring our fancy equipment with us. We're just doing this on a phone. (laughs) But it was important to us to do this. So Allison and I were chatting about, you know, okay, we're starting to turn the corner into 2024. Where do we want to go? We're growing our business. We're scaling. We're doing lots of things with our business. And we were like, okay. We need to get together and really like, well, first of all, we've never met each other in the real life. Yeah. It's so we were like, we need to meet each other actually. Like we've been business and, partners for a yeah, year. Face to face. Yeah. So we like, okay, let's do that. So first of all, let's find a place to meet. And then secondly, we were like, you know, let's let's strategize, let's plan for upcoming plans. Like what do we want to do? So we decided to go on a business retreat retreat. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, well, where do you want to meet? And we like picked up, the, picked up the
1: map, and we were looking through all the locations. And I don't know what prompted us to say it, but... Yeah, Wool well, is an easy place. So if you guys don't know, Peggy lives in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. I live in Paducah, Kentucky. So we're a ways away. Yeah. Um, and so it just... Yeah, we had talked about Disney a while back. That's right, we talked about it. And how we both it. really love going to Disney. Yeah. Um, and so Peggy actually brought it back up and was like, well we could go to Disneyland. I said, "Well, I think that'll work. Like, I think we can we can coordinate this. So, we're here for a long weekend and we're doing all the things that we teach all our clients to do because we're really getting, you know, into the weeds of our business and and working on that and what's to come for the coming year." Right. So, we thought what better place to
0: strategize and think creatively than in a place that is all about the creativity
1: and all about the customer experience and all about like there's so many good things to be had here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about today's episode and what we're here to discuss. So since we are in the happiest place on earth, yes. um, we figured we'd have a really fun Disney-themed podcast episode and how the lessons from Disney apply to online businesses. Yes. So let's dive in. Okay, Thanks. Peggy, you want to introduce lesson number one. Yes, okay. So
0: if you're familiar with the story, now there's a really cool um there's a really cool documentary that is on Disney Plus if you've not watched it. It's about like the kind of the the birth of Disney and all of that. Yeah. It gives you lots of really good information on how Disney came yeah, to be right. and like. The Imagineers story. Yes. Or the Imagineers. Like yeah, that, something like that. Okay, so it's on Disney Plus. Um, it's funny that Allison-, Allison brought this. She was like, we should do this about our podcast episode. And I'm like, I said the exact same thing. Like we were on the exact same page. So this must mean that we should talk about it. So. In the very beginning, you learn that Walt Disney had this idea that a lot of people were against. He was like, look, I want to create an amusement park. And everybody was like, don't do it. It's too much money. It's too risky. He wanted to do it in a location that no one had ever heard of. Anaheim, California It was like orange trees out here and nothing else. Like so he wanted to do it in a weird location and like people were just not on board with him and he was like but he was stalwart. He's like, like, nope, we're doing, I don't care. But really what I want to talk about is that opening day. So opening day, if you're not familiar with the Disney story, was a complete disaster. Like, a lot went wrong. So it was an extremely hot day, which if you know Southern California, especially more inland you go, it can get pretty nuts. The black top that they put down didn't dry completely. They were late installing it. So women's heels, the heat... And the sticky black top. The women's heels were getting stuck in the pavement, which was horrible. <laughs> um, and if you want to jump in with some of these that you remember too, Allison, go for it. Like, okay. an electrical fuse blew out on Mr. Toad's wild ride, causing that yeah. the, the lines for that to go nuts. Yeah. Um, vending machines ran out of food. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Like, overwhelmed employees referred to this grand opening as black sunday like, because they remember it just being a complete <laughs> a disaster way. right oh and i think there was like there was something wrong with the plumbing like with the the uh drinking fountains right. like so people were not getting
1: access to water yeah i which...
0: think there was a shortage
1: of plumbers oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that, that was have been a, it. a shortage of plumbers And so walt had to decide <laughs> If he was going to have the plumbers within a right. very tight timeline, work on the water fountains or the toilets. Oh my goodness. He chose the toilets, oh which my is probably gosh. smart. <laughs> right. Well, and if
0: you knew Orange back in the day, this was not like surrounded by a bunch of stores where you could just, just run down the street and got a bottle of water. It was just M- miserable. And I remember um, seeing on this this uh, Imagineers thing that like the... the news just had a heyday yes. with his demise, right? Because right. everybody said it couldn't be done and they were like saying, basically told you so. Like, you shouldn't have done it. And, you know, the thing is, is that and the reason why we're bringing this up is because we've seen a lot of people that we work with, our business, that businesses that we work with that struggle and that's right. kind of part of the process a little bit. Like, even... The greats, like Walt Disney, had to have their Black Sundays in order to
1: learn, grow, pivot, change, and then find success later down the road. Right, right. Right, so something that we typically will see with business owners is that they create a funnel, they get really excited, and then they launch it, and then it's crickets, right? Yeah. Nothing happens, and, you know, whether you're fighting disastrous situations like disneyland did yeah or if you just don't have any traction on your opening day to launching your funnel just yeah. know that you know you have to be willing to put in that work you have to be willing to pivot and just keep going yes keep because going. you know it's like what they say if you keep throwing something at the wall long enough something's going to stick right, right. you got to stay consistent with the right things Um, And so, you know, looking at Disneyland today and what it has developed into is, you know, Disney World and beyond, it's pretty incredible that Walt was so resilient and chose to not give up even when everything was working against him. Yes, exactly. In fact, we had
0: a client um, recently who the traction was slow to build and that made them extremely nervous. And then money started to get tight. And rather than figuring out a way to make it work without a lot of income and with a lot of money to spend, they just shut it off. They shut the the valve off. And and I was so, like, heartbroken when they did that because rather than trying to find a way to work out the situation, money or no money, to be able to spend on ads or whatever. Yeah. His, his reels were starting to pick up traction, and he was starting to get noticed by the reels alone, and that's organic strategy, and he didn't need to put money on that. And they stopped, and I just remember thinking, no, please don't stop. Like, it, what would it have looked like if Walt Disney had seen that yeah. first weekend and been like, you're right, this was a huge mistake. I'm going to shut things down. We're going to close the park millions of people
1: around the world would not have this happiest place on earth to come to had Walt done that. Yeah. Right? And be impacted by the magic of Disney that has existed in our world. Right. Which would be so sad if that wasn't the case. Uh, I know. Like, we wouldn't be sitting here
0: just having a fantastic vacation (laughs) slash work retreat. (laughs) That's true. So, hats off to Walt for that. Right. Well, and I just think, to, to me, like, it's created tons of jobs. It's created, like it sparks the imagination and the creativity in people. I mean, like, it just brings joy to the world in a world where we need joy. Like, there's so many reasons, so many benefits that you can get from Disneyland. It's fun. It's a family experience. Like, so what would that have looked like if Walt had just been like, you're right, guys, this was a huge mistake. Shut it down. Cut it all down. Like, we're done.
1: Like, Yeah. Well, and that goes for your business, too. Because think about how many problems you can solve, how many solutions you can provide for your ideal customer. The world will be better with your offer, with your business. So something to keep you going on the days that feel rough. Totally. Okay, so Allison, let's talk about our second lesson. Yeah. Okay, so our second lesson that we have learned from the world of Disney is listen to your ideal customer and welcome their feedback, the good and the bad. Yep. So why does this relate to Disneyland, Peggy? Okay. Well, first, before
0: I jump in to Walt, I just want to say a quick word about people love to complain. So you can't, (laughs) there's nothing you can do. In fact, more times than not, you will hear only the bad and people forget to tell you the good and the things that they love about your business. So don't let that discourage you or get you down or even get in your way of moving forward of progress. You are always going to hear negative reviews of what you do. Um... Take it with a grain of salt and compartmentalize it. Just, you know, decide that it's either one of two things. Either the person is really hard to please and very difficult. Or two, something is wrong in your funnel, your business, your offer that you should be paying attention into and listening to. So, you know, take it, kind of dissect it and look at it without emotion and allow yourself to discover what that is that you need, the lesson that you could learn. Right. So... You, Allison, are the one that pointed this out to me based on the Imagineers documentary. Right. Is that Walt would send people into the lines, his Imagineers, yes. to listen to their feedback. So tell us
1: a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, from what I understood from the documentary, Walt wanted to improve on what he, on his product, basically, right? Yeah. So, which was Disneyland. And he was a perfectionist, as we learned. Yeah. Um but one of the things that he knew had to happen is he had to get the people who were experiencing this and actually purchasing his product from Disneyland. Yep. Um, their feedback, and and here's the thing, I think this is really hard for us as business owners because we are so prideful of our businesses and we have put so much into yep. our businesses, our hearts souls. <laughs> yeah, and we've we've experienced this too. But there comes a time it's really important that you just have to take a deep breath and say, okay, I am going to ask my ideal customers and people who have purchased my products or offer what they experience. Because if I do this, I will know what to do better because you can always improve, right? No online business is ever going to be perfect. So we just have to continue to always shape it and take that feedback, not as something that's, personal attack sure it's just the feedback from our customers and and making sure that the offer that was created for them is serving them because at the end of the day the offer is designed to provide a solution and solve a problem for yeah. your ideal customer. Right. It's, it's honestly not for you, No, you know? And I yeah, think we, we forget that sometimes as business owners.
0: Yeah, and we say that all the time. So, and the thing is too, like I remember from my fourth grade report on Walt Disney, he himself used to wander through the park. Oh, he had okay. a little apartment that was on Main Street and he would often spend the night there, but he would wander the park himself because he himself wanted to see His his the enjoyment of his customers. He wanted to see the looks of the kids' faces when they saw Mickey Mouse, and like it was important to him that his customers were enjoying the park as it intended to enjoy that, right? And if there was something wrong. Then he took note of it and said, Hey, we need to fix this. Or, Hey, this can't be like this anymore. His branding is genius. So we really should be taking a lot of note on Disney because there is a reason why Disney is one of the largest businesses in the world across countries, across platforms. Because what this guy did, when you think about it, he took his cartoons that he drew And a cartoon is already going to emotionally attach to a child because they start to live and breathe these characters. And then he let us get inside the world of these characters. And it is incredible what he was able to do. And so I really do think like he's the ultra marketer. Like this was such a smart idea. And so as you are thinking about your product, how can your clients get inside of what you do? Like... How can you invite them into your world more? And the best way to do that is ask them, talk to them, make them feel like they are part of your solution because they will tell you what they think. And then if you can tailor that business, like you are going to have a stronger product, something that speaks more to your clientele, like why not do it, right? Don't be opposed to talking to your clients
1: about that. Yes, we can't preach that a more. And that's something that we teach our clients to too in our coaching program, is go and talk to your ideal customers because that feedback is gonna serve you for the long run. Yes, for sure. Okay, last but not least. Yes, lesson number three from Disney. So Disney transformed the way that the amusement park entertainment was viewed, Yes, right? Um, because at that point as we mentioned earlier you know carnivals was really the only type of amusement park entertainment that you would get and there was a lot of negativity that surrounded carnivals and how they were viewed by the general public so Walt Disney um, wanted to create something different. And also, if you guys don't know the story of Walt Disney, I think it's important to bring that up, that he was inspired because he had taken his kids to the park. He had two, he had two girls, yes, and he took them to the park, and they were riding, I believe it was the merry go round okay. And he was sitting on the bench, watching them go around and have a great time, and he thought, you know, what if I could create an experience where parents could actually enjoy the rides with the children, Love and not just have to sit on the sidelines and watch their kids have a great time. <laughs> And that's how the idea of Disneyland came to be. So um, so Peggy, let's talk about the customer experience that Disney creates because I I would be comfortable saying above any other type of business, Disney creates just the ultimate customer experience. Oh no gosh. detail is expensed when it comes to visiting a Disney park. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, let's do that. I mean like the first thing that you can go is like, just how clean the park is, and we've yeah. already kind of talked about this. Like, he saw the messes, he saw the sticky popcorn, and he saw the stuff everywhere. And he was like, Nope, never, never in my parks is it gonna feel that way. And so, we were even talking about before we started recording this that, like, There's a certain amount of feet in between every garbage can. So there's always a garbage can within arm's reach of yourself, which is super helpful. But then you'll also notice if a spill happens, there is somebody around the corner with a broom and a sweeper and like cleaning that mess up right away. If somebody gets sick on the ride, you're sure that you're not going to ever see it. Experience it. Like they just take care of it so quickly and efficiently because that was so important to him that things be pristine here. And they really are. You can feel the difference for sure. Um, the second one is if you look at the attention to detail, oh my gosh, like even the rides, down to the right So Allison and I, we were talking last night, we went on Cars Ride. Uh, if you've ever been, it's love amazing. It. But my favorite thing about it is how realistic everything looks like the red rocks you would think that you're somewhere in the middle of like nevada on route 66 for reals because everything looks real it's so crazy the attention to detail like even down to like when you go into like alice in wonderland or whatever the the attention to detail in the rides themselves the way things look it's just second to none.
1: Yeah, literally. Well, and how the parks are designed too—that you would, you feel like you're being transformed into that land. And yes. I know Walt was very specific about that. Yeah. Um, where you wouldn't see, you know, any of the back end mechanics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't ever see any of that. Yeah. You don't lose the not, magic. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, they do a great job at, at hiding. All, all of what happens
0: behind the magic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, even like if a ride is shut down or whatever, it's not just like a dead ride or a ride that looks like with dark windows. They cover it up in some way to make it look very seamless. Like you, you never see the the technical side of things and yes. and that really because otherwise it pulls you out of that magic you don't want to be pulled out of the magic when you're here it's like incredible
1: right well and if you've ever noticed too Peggy whenever they're creating a new ride the construction crew never works on it during park hours yeah that's it's true always after hours so you'll yeah. never hear Either the banging and the <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. again true. just another way that they really create this amazing customer experience yes um and also another thing that they do is how they train their employees from what yes. I've understood um, and they really treat them as as part of the the acting crew, right? Yep. Out in the ground. And they even call them cast members. Yep. And say, you know, you're on set. There's probably another word that, or another phrase, but it's, it's the equivalent yeah. of being on set when yeah. they're at work in the Disney park, which is yep. very cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's super cool. So how this applies to your business, like... Think about your customer journey in its 360 degree view. It's not just about what words on the page and what emails you're gonna send. Every detail should be considered and like your and your customer should be the focus of every decision you make. I was even telling Ellison like I purchased these nail stickers online and the packaging that came with them was just the, well thought out. And it came with, like, a little note and it came with, like, a little fake tattoo and just, like, thank you so much. And, like, a handwritten note that was, like, thank you for purchasing our product. And, like, that extra tiny little step was, like, went miles for me. I thought, I just spent, like, $3 on nail stickers and here you are packaging it up like I just purchased a nice new car, you know. It's just really well thought out and that makes all the difference in your business. Like for yes, sure.
1: Yes. Because it's really all about how an experience makes us feel at the end of the day. And yeah. so if you can create an extraordinary customer experience yeah, that goes back to your brand, your customers will become very loyal and, and hopefully returning customers as well.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Well, and then you think about it. Um, Oh man, I just had a thought leave my brain.
0: Where was I going with that? Crap, I can't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, okay, okay, so moving on. But yeah, so like remember that, um, oh, as a course creator, right? Like even down to the deliverables that your client would pick up and take and like think about how that's going to make them feel, what they're going to absorb, how can they get the most out of your business and what you're bringing to the table because that is where word of mouth becomes important. That is where like that customer experience could then evolve into more business or evolve into return customers or re, you know, like, so just think about it in terms of like
1: every touch point counts along the customer right. journey. Right from the, in, you know, and in, in comparison, think about the journey that you take when visiting a Disneyland park from the moment you step onto the grounds it's an experience and you know you're at Disney and we want you all to do the same for your online businesses oh for sure so
0: if we're gonna let's uh, put a nice little bow on it by um, a little mini mouse bow <laughs> on our podcast episode purpose. yes <laughs> by like recapping what we've talked about today so the first point being that um, the first lesson that we learned is that don't get discouraged if things don't go perfectly the first time around like you launch your business if things are a, kind of a disaster or you didn't get the traction you thought you were gonna get or whatever don't let that discourage you right it's an opportunity for growth and change right. um, it's an opportunity to listen to your audience and ask questions and kind of like you know pivot is what we use the term a lot
1: absolutely lesson number two is listen to your ideal customer remember welcome the feedback the good the bad the ugly And just take that into account and see, okay, well, how can I improve on my offer based on this feedback?
0: Yeah. And then the third lesson is make your customer experience transformative. Like, how can you transport somebody in a way that affects every part of who they are, right? Like, what about your course? Because we work a lot with course creators. So, like, what about your particular course is going to change someone's life and make those be unique and special to what you can bring to the table.
1: Yeah. And never forget the details of the customer journey and make sure you pay, you know, extreme attention to every, every touch point for your customer because it matters. Yep. It does. So anyway, yeah. So from the land of magic, from the (laughs) land of the mouse, the happiest place on earth. Yes. We're so glad that you guys tuned out and thanks for listening to us. And we have um, a lightning lane pass for Haunted Mansion. So we've got to go. We better go. I love <laughs> it. Well, hopefully we'll be
0: listening. Well, you'll tune in next week. I bet we'll have more Disney insights for you next week. All
1: right. Have a great week, guys. Thanks and see you next time.
0: We'd love to make your business our next success story. Visit
1: mapcoaching.net for more information about our one-to-one coaching services. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook to be in the know on all things marketing.